Welcome to the Spine Homeschooler Podcast. My name is Ben Wilson, and on this week's episode, we are doing listener topic, which was all about summer chores, allowances, and summer jobs. This is a great topic, and it's going to be a fun episode. Before we start, I just want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring the Smiling Homeschooler. It's summer, so we hope you aren't even thinking about school, but when you do, think about using Teaching Textbooks. But let's get going. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson. Exactly. You need to follow Ben's uh, guidelines. Do not think about school. Uh, in fact, we're thinking about just calling this the smiling home person yeah. uh, just for the summer. Because I know uh, I have someone who's related to me, probably my sister-in-law, uh, who is just still like trying to figure out next year. And she needs to take a break. So if you see her out on the street, just tell her, stop, just stop. Um, but we are, I cannot believe that like we're approaching the 4th of July. I mean, it just feels like we have zipped through June. It just makes me ill. Uh, that it, I mean, I know it's not this week, but it, we're approaching it. Um, so, uh, in fact, here in Northern Indiana, I saw some lightning bugs the other night and that's kind of the harbinger that we are in the throes of summer. Um, and I know they won't last forever, but uh, I'm already planning to hunt them down with uh, Renly and Hudson, uh, Ben's kids, um, so we can uh, put them in a put them in a box, put them in a cup, whatever, whatever hastens their death or good good with. Um, but Ben, your pool is uh, in full gear and it's warm, and the kids have been using it, and it looks like you've got it under control. At the moment, it's the first few weeks are usually pretty good. It's like as it goes on and days like this are rough because like last night it was only like 40 something or 50 something. So yeah. today it's just it was like in the maybe low 70s, which just doesn't feel super <laughs> like want to swim. So but every day and I don't real- swim, I just feel like, man, what a waste. <laughs> so <laughs> you only get like hey, 60 I assume days a even a cold <laughs> night sucks the heat right out of it too it wasn't too terrible i didn't think it actually felt pretty yeah. good because of the cold but uh so you got in the water tonight no i didn't i just stuck oh. my foot in it but it's not so much the water it was the outside that i was just like eh, i don't want to get in it but well it'll be it won't be long before you have to make your kids get in like get in the pool you know yeah, exactly. you're gonna use it Ugh, yeah. yeah it's well. it's 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 just hard in indiana just you don't have a lot of really a very big window but i guess i it think is what the it way is. you started it is right it's just hard in Indiana. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that should be our welcome to Indiana. It's hard here. Uh, yeah. But it's not as hard as some places. So we are thankful. We're thankful for where we're at. Um, but I'm I'm a little tired because we've had a full day today. I uh, just got back um, from a 100-mile drive there and 100 miles back as uh, Abe, uh, your his bro- Ben's brother, uh, 20-year-old brother, he's got a new project to work on. We went down and got a 1971 style liner uh camper uh that is totally destroyed on the inside uh so he's gonna have to rebuild the whole thing but he's super excited uh, maybe to turn it into a little uh piece of americana um because and he kind of matches everybody's camper now ben and rissa have a, a cool little camper aqua marine sides i think it's like 1977 or something like that it's eight but yes yeah, 1978 <laughs> and Ben, I mean, Sam just, and his wife got one for a hundred bucks. That's uh, like a 1970s something, early 70s. And uh, and so uh, they've all are going to have cool little campers. We're going to look like a regular RV park here yeah. around our house someday. It's fine. <laughs> uh, we'll have to bring them all in and camp out. So that's super, super awesome. 
Well, the other day, uh, we actually it was last week, we asked for uh, listener suggestions for topics because, you know, summer is a little different. We don't want to be talking constantly about homeschooling only during the uh, during the summer months. Uh, so we thought uh, we'd, we'd, you know, let listeners give us some suggestions. And we got a few. Uh, and tonight they're kind of a similar theme, uh, kind of around money a little bit in a way. Uh, but one of the first questions we had, and Dad, I thought, you know, you might be better to answer some of these because you've actually had to deal with these questions a little bit more than I have. But uh, if I have any thoughts, I'll chime in. But the first <laughs> one was thoughts on chores, paid or not, how to balance expectations with grace, especially during the summer. Um, so I thought maybe that could be the first one, which is chores, basically paid or not. I think paid. that's a, that's a, um, a, a great thing, you know, um, cause I mean, chores, every kid should do chores. I mean, that's just part of life, not just part of life to, for, for our family, it's part of being on team Wilson, um, because we all need each other. We can, I cannot function. This family cannot function if, uh, Debbie and I do all the work. Um, it's not good for us. It's not good for them. Um, and, and, you know, really from an early age, we made our kids aware of that. Um, I know that like uh, Ben and Sam, you know, the first two, uh, they always had chores. Uh, they were, of course, age related, age appropriate. Um, you know, I, I think Ben was like 12 or 13 before he could cut the grass because he couldn't really sit on the seat and be safe, you know, um, because he could have been thrown off and chopped up. Um, but there were a lot of other things he did. You know, they swept, vacuumed. Um, really, all my kids kind of grew up doing their own laundry, which is something I never did as a kid. Um, I don't even think I did it in college. I just brought it home, threw it at my mom, and she did it for me. Um, but uh, my kids have always done that. Um, and so, yes, your kids should do have chores in the summer, especially in the summer, um, because it keeps them busy. It keeps them productive um now you know uh uh but the question arises you know should they get paid or not and i think this is an interesting question um because i know uh our kids have always said well you know our cousins or whoever they get paid 20 bucks a week to do take out the garbage and all those things and i have never fallen victim to any of that uh pressure uh because uh we've never really given our kids allowances um and ben i don't know maybe as a bitter man now uh you have you feel bitter about not getting an allowance do you wish you had gotten allowance every day no i'm just kidding uh i mean not really i mean now I the about government it. gives you an allowance yeah, right. uh i mean i thought about it back as a kid, but I never really felt like I was lacking that much. Uh, I will say though, you know, once we were like 12, 13, we did have other outlets. I mean, we were right. able to right. make some money by buying and selling some stuff with dad's you know, business. So uh, I think it would have been a lot harder if we didn't have any way of making money until we were 16 or, or well, probably more like 18. That would have been tough. Yeah. I mean, cause you know, I don't know what else I would have done otherwise, but that being said, <laughs> uh, I don't, think that it's needed per se uh, especially for some of the smaller stuff you know like cleaning your room that just seems like something that i think would be good just to have to do but well um, these are my thoughts on that on what ben just said you know on smaller stuff or what normal keep the house running stuff i don't believe you should pay your kids 
You know, I don't get paid to do the dishes. My wife doesn't get paid to do the laundry. You know, that's just what we do. That's the expectation, again, because we need everybody to do those things. In fact, um, you know, my kids grew up traveling the country. Uh, you know, uh, while I was speaking, they were always at a table selling things. And I know some of their other friends who their parents kind of did the same thing. Sometimes they would pay their kids just a decent um, chunk of change. And my kids are like, I got nothing. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, occasionally, early on, I think we paid them like 10 bucks if they were helpful. But even now, um, you know, my kids really, they just contribute and they, and we worked and we feel like it's a team. I love it because it's not just my thing and it's not, and I don't pay them to do my thing. Um, and it's not wrong to pay your kids. I don't, I don't mean that. But I'll tell you, it does pay off because even now, uh, you know, my older kids even will say, how do we do at the convention, dad? You know, as though they had something to do with it, you know, or that that was part of them. And and that's really what I want. Oh, we just children. thought it was because we want to know if you're going to pay for the meal next time we went out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did also make our kids buy their own food. Yeah, no, right. I'm no. kidding. <laughs> um, but I just and, and I don't. And my wife and I have had plenty of conversations because the allowance pressure comes around every once in a while. You know, should should we give our kids an allowance? Um, I, I'm I'm okay with um, meeting needs because I, I I made it clear to all our kids we will take care of the things that you need. You know, and if you you're part of our team, which you are, you know, if you want this thing and it's really important, hey, we'll we'll make sure you have it. You know. Um, Mom so, will make sure we have the things we want. Dad will, will make sure we have the things we need. <laughs> <laughs> he got that right. He got that right. Um, but I, again, as far as allowance goes, I'm good with allowance. Um, we just have never done them. My kids turned out just fine. I know some people will say, well, give some money so they can learn to manage their money. And I know some parents, and they're good parents who do this, You know, they'll give their kids 20 bucks a week. From that, they have to tie. They have to... Um, you know, if they want popcorn at the movie theater or go to the movies, they have to use that money. If they want clothes, they have to do that. And, you know, they do all this little budget thing. We've just never done that. Uh, again, uh, do our kids always have a good grasp of money? No. Uh, some of them, some of them are hoarders and they don't want to buy anything. Others would spend every last nickel that I own and think, we owe it to them, you know. <laughs> and that's the one who maybe should uh, should have to learn some more. <laughs> you know, and you think uh, that's we'll a lot of money, that. man. I mean, if you did four, twenty bucks a person per each of your kids, I mean, that's eight <laughs> times twenty. That's one hundred sixty dollars a week. I mean, that's like that's like oh, people do that. a month. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, but when kids, I was though. a kid, I got an allowance. It was based on my age, so I got a dime for every year that I was older. So I remember when I was twelve and I got a dollar twenty. I thought that was big. That was a big yeah. deal. Yeah. Um, well, those then, were the I days. Buy you a car in just a few months, probably, you know. But I like, because uh, Mia asked that question. Mia also said, you know, how do you balance that? Basically, the expectations with grace, which I think she means, you know, are, are there times during the summer where we say, oh, oh, come on, it's summertime. You don't have to do this. Sure, there's always times to balance grace. Um, yesterday was Monday. We celebrated Kids Day at our house. So Cal always does the dishes on Monday. Um, and by the way, the way we do dishes, we used to when our kids first started, you know, Ben would have lunch on Monday and then Sam would have dinner. 
and maybe, you know, and then his sister would do breakfast and then on Tuesday, somebody else. We finally got to the point where we just said on Monday, you know, now Cal does all the dishes on Monday. On Tuesday, Jed does all the dishes. On Wednesday, I do the dishes. On Thursday, Maggie does the dishes. On Friday, uh, Abe does the dishes, you know, and we Weekends are kind of flexible. So there are always times for grace. And, you know, especially during summer. But I would not fall prey to that. Oh, my kids need a summer break. You know, I'm not going to. I don't want them to have to work it off. I think you do your kids a disservice if you don't have them learn how to work. Um, because I know even Ben has said to me, um, when you had your first job or two, you know, how nobody seemed to want to work. You know, and that you felt you're like for yourself that you were promoted to a level even maybe even before you should have been just because you knew how to work and you were honest and you uh, did all those things. But so I think our kids, I think we should have them do chores. Uh, if you want to pay them for some of those, I think that's fine. Sometimes we'll pay for our kid, pay our kids if they do something extraordinary, um, not like cleaning out the car. Um because again, they drive in those cars. So that's just part of living in our team. But sometimes Debbie will say, I really, really, really want this thing cleaned out. So I'll give you five bucks if you clean out the car and do a super good job. And she feels good. They feel good. Um, yeah. Even though they would like to get paid more. Um, but uh, I mean, I um, think so. of like, like this is not something we got paid to do, but you know, theoretically, uh, like we used <laughs> yeah. to do, try to mulch the yard, you know, and we have a right. mom and dad have a big yard. So, I mean, there's a lot of trees, probably, I don't know, 50 trees or something like that, maybe. Uh, and you know, that was a lot of work. Again, we didn't really do a great job probably. And it took us forever and we didn't ever finish it. But I think something like that, that would, I feel like theoretically that might be something out of the ordinary or sometimes like a good dad would pay his kids. Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, uh, but no, but I, I will tell you again, and I know it sounds sometimes like, because I know our kids have friends and cousins who make it sound like, well, my dad gives me 50 bucks if I just cut the lawn. And I'm like, my dad gives me nothing. You know, Ooh, allowances, you're allowed to live <laughs> for yeah, free. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and again, you know, I just want them to be good workers and I want them not to feel like somebody owes them something later on. But again, mm -hmm. as parents, we take care of those needs and my wife takes care of some of those wants. Yeah, uh, so right. it's good. Uh, well, real quick, before we go into the another question here, I uh, just want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring The Smiling Homeschooler. Um, we really appreciate their support. We, you know, we, our families use them. They were the math curriculum that my mom's especially recommended for literally over decades now at this point. Um, and the reason we reached out to them right off the bat was because we believed in their curriculum. We were already recommending it and we thought it'd be a great fit. So, uh, it's super interactive, really easy to learn. Uh, they have it for all ages and I think your kids will retain more, learn more and, uh, and probably smile more as well. So they have a free demo over at teachingtextbooks.com and awesome customer support. So you should go check them out over there. Um, but another question, and we had a third one here, but it kind of was on that, that, that topic and you kind of already covered it. But, uh, Mia said also thoughts on jobs for high school students. Um, and I would, you know, we already talked about in the house and around the house jobs, but this would be, you know, going and working at the local X, Y, and Z. What do you think about that? Um, well, first, let me just say, it looked like there were only like two people who were watching this. So I'm thinking this must not be a hot topic. Um, but if you're watching, I'd like to hear who you are. So, uh, but, um, 
Uh, high school jobs. You know, this is the deal. This is kind of like, this is not a science. This is more of an art. Um, uh, I know Ben and Sam and some of the older kids, they didn't have jobs till they were a little bit older. Um, I think Ike was the first kid who got a, a real job at Culver's. He got it fairly young. Um, and I spent, oh, I don't know how many hours driving him back and forth. You know, I would drive him 25 minutes there, 25 minutes back for a two-hour shift, you know, three times a week. Um, and uh, But here's the deal. Um, my thinking is, you know, especially if they're younger, there, there comes a lot of inflexibility once they get a job. You know, because uh, once they get a job, then you really get tied down to things. And sometimes they can't participate in family stuff because they have a job. Now, if they really want the money and they need the money, I think a job's a great thing. But my wife and I, we were super careful about the jobs that we let our high schoolers get. You know, we're, we really obsess over, are they good influences? Will it be a place that will build them up? Or is it going to be somewhere, someplace that would tear them down? That's why we like Culver's. Culver's was, in our area, was filled with lots of homeschoolers. And it felt like a good, the the, uh, the owners were Christians. Um, you know, and even now my daughter works for uh, Maurice's. And it's a clothing store. But And we were a little cautious about that. But we knew several people. Uh, who were uh, who worked there? We knew that uh, Ben's wife worked there, so she gave it some high compliments, and so we were we were okay with that. Maggie had other jobs. She worked at a camel farm, which uh, who can say they worked at a camel farm? Um, but you know, Maggie likes to babysit, so she's seventeen. She babysits all the time. She would have done it all summer, but she just it didn't come through at the time. And then as soon as she took this job, someone said, "Hey, could you babysit for me?" Um, <laughs> which is a great that which is a great thing um uh, my my cal my son cal 15 he's talked about getting a job i don't think he's quite ready for getting a job yet even though i would like that 25 percent off at culver's yeah. uh, that, that works for the whole family um but but we're gonna talk in a few minutes are there other ways our your kids can make money yes so again my thoughts for for high school jobs you know if you feel like your kids just sitting around doing nothing, maybe put a little pressure on them. But if they don't, if they're not, if they're just enjoying family and seem to to buy, have time to fill their time, I wouldn't worry too much about it. Um, and then I would just make sure that, that the job was something that was conducive also for family, maybe a little bit flexible, and that it was something that would build them up um, in their relationship with God, not tear them down. And, to, and pull them away from you. Yeah, I mean, one of the things I do think, um, again, I have this is not in my kids' experience, this is more my experience, but I do think if you do let them work in some, whether it's working, you know, doing, I know around here, a lot of it is detasseling is like one of the first jobs that I know quite a few people have done in the area, you know, or uh, working at a local, you know, retail or food or something like that. But it's like making sure you don't enable them to be poor employees, you know, I mean, because I've sometimes seen like where the parents will kind of excuse and be like, oh yeah, that's just so unreasonable. That's so hard, you know? And it's like, if they're working somewhere, they now have to, they have to be, you know, consistent or they have to be good or they may miss things. And, you know, and I think like 
that's something that I think is the cool benefit of those some of those non-fun jobs is they do have to learn. I have to be there at eight o'clock every morning. I can't be late or whatever it is, you know. And I think I think there is some value in that. But it is also I think like Cal, my brother, he you know, it seems more glamorous and fun than it would actually be. So you know, understanding that it right. isn't going to just be all kicks and giggles and hang out with friends and generally. A cool uniform. Yeah, exactly. It's probably going to be tough and there's going to be a hard time. So, uh, and you know, and like there's only a very small period of time in your life where you don't work. So, uh, I think that can be a really valuable time to get to do, you know, have fun and play or, you know, build forts outside or whatever else it may be. And you're going to spend the rest of your life probably working or at least to some extent. So, you know, giving them an extra year of non-responsibility if they're 15, I think is totally fine. So, uh, I know I loved not having to worry about that, but, um, so but again, that's not for my kids so much. That's just what I, I feel like I've seen. Or and we kept and, and we kids. kept our kids busy. Again, yeah. if we thought that they needed some motivation to get out and do, or um, as uh, who was it that said? Um, uh, Kimberly Noble said, you know, her son wants a car, so he's working close to yeah. home, five minute bike ride. You know, that's that's a good thing. Totally. It's a good motivation to say because it can be frustrating if you think, man, I want to. Maybe maybe not a car because that's a pretty big purchase item. But I just like some money so I can buy what I want to do, mm-hmm. you know, or do something that I'd like to do. I mean, it is nice to be able to to um, give them an opportunity yeah. to earn some cash. And, and there are lots of ways you can do that, and especially if they're young. You know, if it is something maybe a hands-on kind of job, they could also potentially really learn a cool skill that they may use. Like maybe it is helping a local mechanic just do oil changes or something like that, you mm-hmm. know, or uh, they may not let you actually if you're too young, but, um, there, you know, I think there is some cool stuff you can learn and it also might just kind of show you what you like and what you don't like. Mm-hmm. And your kid also has the opportunity potentially to not be high paid. So more people are willing to give them a chance or, you know, let them at least shadow or, uh, there, there might be some, you know, some which cool you interests. and your brother did. You worked for right. a computer guy once a week. It right. wasn't real. You didn't do it forever and ever. Um, but it was really a valuable skill. Yeah, it, it let definitely. you tear apart computers and see what, you know, that you, maybe you couldn't break them as easily as we thought you could. And, yeah. um, it's I, really neat. I also think though that like not to underestimate what we did with, you know, family man and running the booth and learning right. how to interact with customers and stuff. Cause I do think that is a big skill, especially if you, you know, um, if your kids, you know, don't feel super comfortable interacting with people that can be, you know, like being with, selling something, things like that, that can be tough and pretty scary. So I think, you know, I'm pretty thankful that that happened, but I don't know if we hadn't, if that would just naturally come up. I don't think you have to have right. that, but I do appreciate oh. that. Uh, as an well, experience. that kind of leads us into that next one, doesn't it, Ben? Yeah, I think to some, it says, uh, the topic on how kids can make some summer pocket money on their own. I know it generally costs us parents money for them to make money, but the payback is valuing what they earn and in the skills developed with relating to customers' needs are priceless. And that's from Bill. Because um, I was thinking, you know, Bill's question was more more uh, of, along the lines that you were just talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, are there other ways that a kid can make money rather than just getting a job somewhere? And I think the answer is yes. I know my brother used to sell corn on the, you know, on the side of the road, 12 years for a dozen, or, you know, people have sold eggs, but there are other opportunities. I think, you know, that if you live in a neighborhood, maybe a kid, I mean, I read about a kid um, painting uh, the numbers on the curb, you know, he got a little stencil and, um, you know, for a few bucks did that, or, 
maybe it's uh, cleaning up an area or maybe it's raking. And again, it gives them an opportunity to make some cash. Um, I'll tell you for my son, Caleb, um, Caleb is uh, a huge Lego fan. And uh, he's also a, he would spend all my money if he could. Um, and he was looking up all these big Lego things and he would get some money for birthdays or you know, from for do, doing something and he would pick out a Lego set and he would spend it on that. You know, it might be $150 or super expensive. And I kind of got to the point just fairly recently within the last uh, month where I said, hey, Cal, you know, you're a big Lego guy. You love Lego, but I don't want you just spending money on Lego because, you know, you, you buy it, you build it, and then it just sits there. I said, how about, I said, since you know Lego so well, and he does, he'll, he knows the numbers of the pieces and he knows all the sets, you know, past, present, not future, but I mean, you know, old sets and new sets. And um, he knows, you know, what are valuable in the eyes of Lego collectors. I said, what about if you could see if you could buy some sets, you know, maybe at a good price and sell them to make a little bit of money? And he goes, yeah, but you can't keep it. And I'm like, yeah, but you get a, you get to handle them, you get to be around Lego, and you get to make some money that maybe you can spend a little bit later. And right off the bat, you know, I said, I'll even finance them um, uh, for the first few, uh, because I knew he might need some capital to work with. And he was very fortunate because he knew somebody who was in the market, but he bought some sets and made $100, $200 on each set. Um, it involved a lot of work for me because I had to drive him to go it's meet these Facebook madness, market but... <laughs> people. So I lost money in that. Um, and I said, you know what? We're going to have to dial this in, maybe make it a little bit closer. Um, but he's got one right now that he just bought on eBay. Um, and maybe he's not going to make as much money as he uh, would like to. But I think he's going to learn a lot in the process. And I tell you, I love it. I love the idea because um, I was not an entrepreneur growing up. I did not have any of that. Um, but I love that my kids are kind of thinking that way. Even like we just went and got a camper. Um, you know, Abe's idea and he's 20 years old. Um, he's always thinking about buying and selling. My kids have all bought and sell, sold. Ben has bought and sold on uh, at those discount stores and then sold them for more on eBay or... Um, uh, you know, now with Facebook Marketplace, you can do the same thing. And and I just think that's a, a really cool thing. But the thing I like the best about it is that it teaches our children to be fearless. Because I was kind of a fearful kid. I kind of thought, you know, if I had 10 bucks, why would I want to spend it on anything? Because then I might not have my 10 bucks anymore. And my kids have kind of grown up thinking, I could spend 10 bucks and maybe I'll have 20 bucks by the end of next week. Because I bought it and then I sold it. And I think that is a invaluable thing, not because they're all going to be entrepreneurs, but because later on it really, Ben, I mean, you don't have to like tell us how much you've made, but you know, you've made some extra spending cash just because you bought and sold things. Yeah. No, I mean, I think that is one of the biggest ways. And I was actually just listening to someone, I can't remember who it was, but he said, if you ever want to just make money, just go buy and sell. Uh, I mean, I have a camera right here, you know, that I found at Goodwill yet a couple days ago for $4 and I'm going to sell it on eBay probably for 50 or 60 or I, you know, and, uh, I think like, you know, maybe your kids could go to garage sales and do that, you know, or, I mean, for me, 
you know, it helped pay for the basement remodel that I did. You know, mm -hmm. I sold probably a few thousand dollars worth of stuff last year, you know, and not a lot of it is, you know, it's not all profit, but that's just kind of extra money that, you know, don't need to use for something else. And we can kind of use for fun things. So, uh, I know all my siblings do. And, uh, I think it's a really cool way to do, uh, to kind of, and really, you yeah. you wouldn't even have to for a kid. They wouldn't right. may not even have to buy anything at first. Right. They may be able to just like I I I, I don't know who it was. They took all their. They were done playing with their transformers. Oh, maybe it was my wife. My oh, wife man. can she can like sell those. anything. <laughs> oh darn! Yeah, ben, I didn't know she sold ben all has that. emotional. Yeah, she did it like a year or two ago. Yeah, okay. But she like took a bunch <laughs> of transformers. She bundled them together right. and just said you know, whatever, 40 bucks. And somebody wanted those, Yeah. you know, um, and, and maybe your kid has some toys that they, that they don't play with anymore, or maybe even some clothes or shoes. My wife finds shoes at Goodwill all the time totally. and she'll buy them for $4 and sell them for 80 bucks, you know, or 40 bucks. And, uh, again, it's, it's yeah. quick money and, as, and it's, it's free money. And as you mentioned, like, I think it's cool because if your kid's an expert in something, there's a way to buy and sell or make money in that expertise. Like dad was saying with Lego, like, you know, me and a couple of my brothers were into electronics. Like we all know kind of like, you know, what the values of that stuff are. So that's why I bought this cameras. Cause like, I recognize the brand. I know what it is. You know, I'm like, I bet that would have some value. So you're not going to be able to probably know everything out there that there is. But if your kid's really into shoes, they're going to know what brands to look for, what kind of shoes to look for, or maybe they're into, um, you know, machinery or tools or <laughs> something like that, you know, and they, I mean, cause you can go to old auctions and stuff and find <laughs> tools that are worth a lot, you know? So um, and even my son Cal again, he's like into shoes too. And he's like, Dad, these shoes are only two hundred fifty dollars, and I could probably sell them for three hundred fifty dollars. And I'm like, No, you can't. I'm not gonna <laughs> yeah. let you. Yeah, because um, so, he'd he'd wear them and ruin them the first five right. minutes. But yeah. and but you know, and and Ben just made a great point. Really, that school. I mean, if you want to, you can count the whole summer as school. You mm -hmm. know, uh, just by doing that, and. And it doesn't have to stop with the, when the summer, you know, ends. It continues. And who knows, maybe some of those early interests will turn into later interests where they can make some money. I, again, the thing that interested or maybe intrigued me about the Lego thing is that we were in Cincinnati and there was a Lego store that my kids wanted to go see. It was called H&H &H Brick, I think it's called. And it was, I think, started by a couple guys who just like Lego and they obviously had lots of used sets that they were still selling for a lot of money. They probably, you know, doubled their money. And there were two kid, two guys in, you know, who had hair that made their faces hang down like this. Um, who were going through <laughs> <laughs> Lego nerds. Um, they were going through buckets of Legos, just separating them out, you know? And I thought, man, if you're a Lego kid, who wouldn't want to totally. grow up to be, there's a guy here in, are two, uh, some brothers who go to a, a Grace College near us who are the uh, uh, beyond the brick. They have a YouTube channel. And not not that everybody needs a YouTube channel, but it seems like everybody has a YouTube yeah. channel. Um, but they've got, I think, millions of subscribers, and they make their living doing Lego, which is a pretty cool thing. 
Totally. No, I think that's all great advice and great suggestions. But I mean, I think those are all the questions we had for this week. But uh, I think we'll probably do some more of these episodes over the next few weeks. Uh, We had quite a few great suggestions and a lot of uh, ideas. And if you have any more ideas uh, before Dad wraps it up here, you can email them to dad at familyman at familymanweb.com. You can send them any suggestions you have, or you can send us a message over on Facebook, uh, you know, and and send us any Or just put them in the comments below. Or even comment it there. But daddy, want to wrap it up for us this week? Sure. You know, my whole thing is though, don't stress out about it. Don't feel like, oh, we got to get our kids a camper so they can make it, you know, or that our kids have to be in Lego. You know, not everybody does the same thing. Uh, In fact, it it will just leave you feeling like a failure if you try to compare your kids to somebody else's kids. You know your children. If you think they need a job, you know, help them get a job. If you think that they're having a good time at home and being productive, let them be at home. Um, You know, listen to that voice that is God's voice speaking to you. You know, God made you smart enough not only to homeschool your kids, he made you smart enough to parent your kids in the summer. And that, of course, should make you smile. Thank you for joining us for episode 149. We hope this episode encouraged you. And if you have a topic you would like us to cover, feel free to message us over on Facebook. Also, I just want to say thank you to Teach Your Textbooks for sponsoring the Smiling Homeschooler. They're an amazing math curriculum. We encourage you to check out a free demo over at teachingtextbooks.com. Have a great week. And as always, keep smiling.